it's Rhonda Shortino. Thank you so much for joining me for Live, Love, Survive, and Thrive. I know there's lots of other stuff that you could be listening to, but this podcast is for you. It's to help you live an amazing life, the life that you were born to live. It's to help you love, to put your love into action, because that will change your life and the lives of everyone within your influence. It's to help you survive the tough times and to help you mine the lessons out of everything you go through, especially the most painful stuff that you go through, and to use those exact things to thrive. So I'm really not good at this subject. Procrastination keeps you from fulfilling your purpose. It keeps you from creating personal and professional success. Um, It can just, it can keep you from missing once in a lifetime opportunities. When you have a window of opportunity and you fail to act on it because of procrastination, it's done, it's gone. It's not gonna come again. That doesn't mean that other opportunities are not gonna come your way, but that particular thing that could be life-changing won't come your way. I don't want you to miss anything good that's coming to you. So that's why we're going to talk about procrastination. And I'm so glad, Jenny, that you're here and you can talk about this because I have such strong emotions about this. I can't stand procrastination. I can't. And the opposite of it is me where, you know, I'll oh, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to do that. I'm a, and I get an idea and literally within 10 minutes, I'm acting on it. Maybe I wasn't supposed to right then. That has bit me a few times because I have about uh, 3,800 ideas every hour. And so you can, I can't act on all of them. They're not all for me. They're not all good, you know? And so um, it's not good to be like I am either. So Jenny, bring some balance to this stuff, will ya? Well, you know what, Rhonda? I think procrastination for some people is something that they struggle with. You know, we have to acknowledge not everybody, you know, goes zero to 60. And and so today our, our, our hope is to help people that say, how do I put a delete button, at least partially put the push the button down on getting rid of it. So for those of you that are listening, I have been someone who's procrastinated a little bit with different things. And and I'm being honest with that. I'm, I And I think that's the beauty of this show, Rhonda. We're just authentic and real. There are times that I have procrastinated with something and times that I haven't. So, you know, it doesn't mean that that's always what you do. We're not making always statements. But my hope today is that we can go from procrastination to purpose, Mm. from procrastination to being purposeful about what we do. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things today that I think are powerful. But my first observation that I want to make is, at least for me, oftentimes we get in the pattern of rationalizing our procrastination. Okay, We, we sort of get to this point where it's like, well... I had to do this. Well, and everything starts with, well, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Um, you know, like in, 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 there might be personal circumstances or things that other people are drawing us to our state of procrastination. Well, I've got to help my daughter. Well, I've got to help my neighbor. Not that we shouldn't help our daughter and our neighbor, but then we begin to rationalize, well, they needed this and they needed that instead of really looking at it in the mirror. And so I feel like that's a thing that people need to think about because I've had to face that. Jenny, don't rationalize procrastination on this project, okay? So we set that groundwork and we say, okay, where do we go from here? I follow an executive coach named Irene Leonard and she talks about the reasons of why we procrastinate. And here are a couple of them. 
one, we might be doing too much. Okay. That, that can be a situation for people where they feel like they're just the enormity of life. Uh, particularly when you're a, you know, a young parent and you're working and you've got these kids and you're trying to prepare meals. And, but at the same time, how can we get you to a place where there might be a special purpose from procrastination to purpose that we want to lead you? So that might be one reason. Another one is we don't know what to do or how. Rhonda, you always say there's no time like right now to learn something new, to tap into a resource or a mentor or someone to help you. So we might procrastinate because we don't know how to do it, okay, or even what to do. You know, I was visiting with somebody recently and they said, I know I'm supposed to start this business, but I'm not sure how. Okay. So as a life coach, I said, let's work backwards and start thinking about a strategy for you to get toward this place of owning your business. You may be a year out, but let's not procrastinate between now and that year. Okay, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, you may not be real committed to the matter. You know, we, we, we fall in love with ideas every day. <laughs> and are we procrastinating because we're really not committed? Yeah. So for those of us that are super busy and we want to move from procrastination to purpose, we need to decide if we're committed to the matter. That's really Oftentimes different. we procrastinate because we choose to do other things. We choose to watch Netflix. <laughs> we choose to go to lunch with a friend. Not that those things are terrible, but are we putting aside what we need to be doing by choosing other things? And we might be afraid to fail, Rhonda. You know, and that, that we might be afraid to fail. And I know people who have had a dream, a purpose, an idea in their heart, and it's 30 years later and they've never done anything. They've just let that sit there and, and not do it. And that, that's upsetting. So what do you think so far about the foundation, Rhonda, of procrastination? I, I think that's so good, Jenny. I'm so glad that you, that you mentioned all those things because I, you know, as I mentioned, I have such strong emotions. I, I, have, no, um, I have no sympathy for procrastination. It just bugs me to death. But as soon as you said, some people want to do the thing but they don't know how, or they don't know where to start. I immediately felt, oh yeah, okay. I can have sympathy for that. And, uh, and a desire to help people to take the first step. Right, so let me, before you go there, Rhonda, there are some underlying things. You know, I gave some practical things. What are the underlying? I'm afraid to make a mistake, mm -hmm. okay? So these are deeper things. There's the what I'm not doing, you know, I don't know how to, so it's kind of more surface. We go a little deeper and we're afraid to make a mistake. We're embarrassed. You know, I don't want to be embarrassed. Uh, I don't want to fail. I don't want to feel rejected. Um, you know, for people who are more type A, so to speak, they, they might think they're going to miss something important, mm -hmm. you know, a detail or, um, or they just don't believe they're enough. You know, so digging down even a little deeper, it's crazy to think that that can affect you. Um, you know, I've been in positions, I've made career transitions, you know, and, and you might not know exactly what to do. And you're thinking, but I was so successful before in this, it's hard to see myself successful in that. I'm just being very candid. You know, it's, it's very hard sometimes to transition because oftentimes there's a transition period that we are in when we're procrastinating. We're transitioning from one thing to another. We're taking an idea and trying to bring birth to it, give birth to it. And so there's that transition period that can feel very strange. So oftentimes there's an underlying factors, you know, a number of underlying factors. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. And that makes sense to me. And again, it, it, it gives me greater uh, understanding and sympathy and a desire to help. Um, and so I guess I would add to what you just said, um, I think one of the things that can help with um, hitting the delete button on procrastination is knowing, really knowing and being really committed to what you want. 
mm-hmm. to what you really want. Hey, you. Yes, you. I think you're awesome. And if you're not sure about that, then I want you to have a copy of my book, How to Get to Awesome, 101 Ways to Find Your Best Self. I want you to have it so badly that right now I have it offered on my website with free shipping for half off. It is only $6.48. Go to Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G, click on books, and get yourself a copy of How to Get to Awesome. So that we don't wind up in those situations. I think one of the things that you mentioned um, in, in that list of reasons, you know, if we really don't want to do it and we're dreading doing it, like, you know, okay, well, I promised my friend I would help her move. And, and now the day has come and it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. You know, or I, I, I know I, I, I want to open this business. I want to do this thing. And, oh, but, you know, there's just all this paperwork. And I just want to do the thing. I don't want to get the business license and get the insurance and, you know, and, and, you know, all the stuff that goes along with it. Well, when you know what you want, mm-hmm. and you really know, and you really want it, it's so much easier to be decisive. Exactly. You know, it's like, Rhonda, I remember going to the eye doctor, you know, when I was a kid. I mean, I have terrible eyes, wear contacts and glasses and readers, and I'm old now. But, you know, I remember the very first time I went to the eye doctor, and they put the machine on my eyes, and he cleared it up. And across the room, I could read the letter. That kind of clarity was so powerful for me. And that is huge for people to move from from procrastination to purpose. That needs to be crystal clear what you want to do. Because we can be so in love with ideas, Rhonda. And, you know, this idea and that idea. And, oh, this sounds good. And someone says, oh, you'd be good at this. And, and we just can go down all these venue trails. Get clear. Because you listeners, Rhonda, you and I, we've all been given a specific purpose and we were created for that purpose. And it is clear when we're ready to look at it and look through that lens of clarity to where we're going to go. Just like that eye doctor, as soon as he did it, I was so happy. And so when we look through dirty lenses, we look through skewed lenses and we don't see it clearly, we're going to procrastinate and we cannot afford to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. What a great example. I totally got that. Anybody who's ever had one of those eye exams, it's, it's powerful. It's wonderful. Or when you put on your first pair of readers in my case. Anyway, so what do we do about it, Rhonda? What do we do when we feel like we're procrastinating? Here's a couple of steps. One, break your objective into smaller steps. Okay. Like the person that I talked about earlier, they may be a year from the doors of their business opening, but we're strategizing now. We're breaking into small steps. We're doing reading about entrepreneurship. We're learning from people who are already doing it. We're starting small steps. Okay. We're doing research. Okay. When we go from to our purpose, there's research to be done, really, whether it's a business or writing a book or, you know, I don't know, becoming a real estate agent. There's research. What what, what does it take to do that? Um, I love this one. Notice your critical self-talk. Okay, because that is something that can come in. Oh, Jenny, you're not going to be good at that, are you? Come on. Those kinds of situations, you know, that that are negative self-talk. So we have this clear vision that all of a sudden this little voice goes, Oh, come on, for real, you know, I mean, and we are doing it to ourselves. There may not even be a cursory person that's telling us we can't do it, but we, we, you know, hear those voices. Um, Say no to something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. There we get into routine and schedule. Say no to your Netflix series. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, that's something that can appear innocent, but it can take up six hours of our day once we start watching a great series, you know, and I have nothing against Netflix series. I'm just making that as an example. Uh, Schedule, time. 
you know, one of the suggestions you tell a lot of people when they write a book is write for 30 minutes every day, mm -hmm. schedule it, block some time out and dedicate yourself because a little bit of progress leads you to your purpose. Right. Uh, and another thing, take a breath and just start, you know, there's all kinds, just start something, you know, meet with somebody, talk to someone, share an idea, do something small and be realistic. You know, I'm not going to open up the doors of my business tomorrow. Mm -hmm you know, being realistic, because I think when we're unrealistic, it drives us straight back to procrastination. So those are just some practical things that I think people can think about. Don't rationalize it, recognize it, mm -hmm. replace procrastination with purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to share with people today. Oh, Jenny, that's so good. Um, I'm, I'm just going to add two things to that. And they're, and they're on the opposite ends. There's the man hands again. They're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, on the one hand, with procrastination, I think of taking responsibility, mm -hmm. taking personal responsibility. And if we're going, if we're, we've committed, we're responsible for doing something, then, then we have to do it. We just have to push through those feelings of, I don't want to get up out of bed, or I don't want to drive an hour. I don't want to help my friend, you know, move in, in a hundred degree temperature, whatever it is that, that we have to push through that. I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. anymore take responsibility for what we've said yes to. And you said along that same line, say no to other things. I, I want to go back to when I said, know what you want and be decisive. Because when we know what we want to do, that also gives us clarity on what we really don't want to do. Okay. And we can begin when we're clear on what we want to do, we can begin and it's, and it's easier to say no. So if I know that I'm going to open a business or I'm going to write a book, whatever, and I have it scheduled in my calendar that I need to do A, B, C, and D today, but you call me and say, Rhonda, I heard the fish are biting in Lake Mead. Let's go. Well, I love fishing. All I need to hear is fish are biting. Whoa! You know, and I'm and, and the calendar, the schedule, A, B, C, and D gone out the window. I'm going to go fishing. Now I have to say it's probably been, you know, a year or two since I've been fishing. Why? because I know what I want and I'm committed to it and I take responsibility for it. And the fishing poles are dry in the garage. It's sad, it's pitiful. The other end of the spectrum of me saying, do what you're supposed to do without hesitation is there is due diligence. Mm -hmm. So uh, my husband's middle name is procrastination. God love him. And that's probably why God connected me with this man, because I'm so ready, fire, aim, and he will do due diligence for, you know, I don't know, 17 years before choosing, you know, which uh, dishwasher to buy. So it drives me crazy. However, not all of that is procrastination. Right. All of that is due diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes sense to read all the reviews before you go just buy the first thing. Um, it makes sense to, you know, look and see what the warranty is or, you know, whatever it is, if it's a business that you're thinking of to, to continue with your example, you know, to take your time and do the due diligence to find out, you know, all about the industry. Is there an industry association? Who are the competitors to that product or service? What are they doing? What are their challenges? What are their recent press releases? You know, set a Google alert on that type of business, the names of the competitors so that every time something shows up on social media that you hear about that. So when you're doing that and you're reading those things and you're absorbing that and you're becoming knowledgeable in an area that is not procrastination. That's your research. Yeah. That's due diligence. 
-hmm. So I, I, you know, I just wanted to make those two points as much as I, you know, want to act immediately, do the due diligence, you know, with, without, you know, feeling badly about taking that time to do it. But once you've done it, once you're clear on what you want to do, or the person you want to be, or the thing you want to buy, or, you know, whatever it is, then act. And feel no regret about it afterwards. Just make a decision and act. And you will walk yourself right into personal and professional success. So. Perfect. Jenny, I appreciate this and all that you've contributed this week to hitting the delete button on self-medicating and worry and all the things that we've talked about this week. I want to encourage everybody, if you miss those, go back on YouTube and look at those things. Uh, because every single one of these things that we do is to help you to, to live your best life, to love yourself, others, love your life, to survive the hard times and to thrive because of them. You can emerge successfully from every tough time that you go through. And that's why we do what we do. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe. I hope you'll share with others and, and just come alongside of us in helping people to live, love, survive, and thrive. See you next time.